This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. A great deal has transpired in the decade since the city of Campbell River adopted its current transportation plan. Last February, transportation specialist Melissa Heidema informed Cortez Currents they were drawing up a new plan. Phase 1 is now complete. In today's interview, Heidema and long-range planning and sustainability manager Jason Locke give us a peek into what they accomplished. It's obviously an exciting time to be looking at transportation in Campbell River and planning ahead for the future for 25 years. And of course, there's so much more of an emphasis on climate change and being better for the environment. Said Heidema. So we're putting a lot more emphasis on how do we get more people to walk, bike, and bus? How do we build that safe and comfortable infrastructure to try to encourage that? Also recognizing that in Campbell River, we still have a lot of people that either want to drive or need to drive. So how do we accommodate that as well? It's an exciting time for Campbell River. And I encourage people to get involved in the process. The City hired Walk Consulting Group out of Victoria to do this study for us. Phase one involved reviewing existing conditions, the background, and framework. Most of that was visioning exercises that were done with the community. We had done an online survey, an ideas fair at our community centre and a booth at the farmer's market. In all, the city received 404 survey responses and 45 people that attended the ideas fair. Um, There's a summary of all this engagement on our website, which is campbellriver.ca slash mtp2022. We had a lot of people that were interested in walking, biking, and taking transit. We had a lot of people say, in terms of walking, that there's not enough sidewalks in their neighborhoods, the sidewalks aren't well maintained, and also that cars aren't stopping for them at designated crosswalks. People wanting the city to build better sidewalks, maintain them better, and that way we can encourage people to walk more, which of course is better for the environment, doesn't consume gas, and is healthier for individuals as well. In terms of cycling, we heard from people that a lot of people trying to bike felt unsafe riding on our major streets, especially if there wasn't bike lanes or dedicated cycling infrastructure for them. We do have a lot of really good pathways and multi-use pathways in Campbell River, but we also admittedly have a lot of streets that don't have that cycling infrastructure. So trying to find ways to improve that and build better cycling infrastructure. We talk a lot about AAA facilities, so all ages and all abilities facilities. So when we design cycling infrastructure, we try to build things that are suitable for everyone. Very young, the very old. You think about families riding with little kids. You also think about people who are new to cycling and maybe aren't as comfortable riding in traffic. So we try to build that infrastructure that feels safe and comfortable for everyone. A lot of people felt that they wanted more separation between cyclists and cars, especially if it was on a major street. And a lot of people felt that there were poor east-west connections to key destinations. Things that were commented on were lack of bicycle parking at facilities as well. The fix to that is just building better infrastructure for cyclists. Right now, transit is not really a viable option for commuting to go to work because it's not as frequent as people necessarily need to have it. People felt that transit was too infrequent to be used reliably. And a lot of people just weren't familiar with our transit system to be able to use it. And there was also a lack of direct routes to get to usual destinations. Campbell River, we're very long and skinny. We're very long north-south and very skinny east-west. We do run a number of transit routes in our community. I feel that they're excellent, but there are certain pockets where we just don't have the density to run transit. Transit works really well if you're on one of these major routes, but less well if you're not on one of these major routes. The plan will look at how can we better serve everyone in our community and how do we do this as cost-effectively as possible. 
In terms of driving, residents felt that some of the intersections were a little bit challenging to go through, and some residents felt that there was too much traffic congestion when they want to travel. Personally, I feel that driving in Campbell River is great. Mind you, I'm from a bigger city, so I have a very different perspective on it. I think that Melissa has hit all the key points. One of the challenges, and this was identified in the news release, is safety. That's why we're trying to address how we move around the city, prioritizing pedestrian safety. We have separated bike lanes because we know if it's a protected separating bike lane, people are more prone to use it because evidence has shown that it's safer. Another interesting challenge that was identified through the survey and community feedback was too much traffic congestion. There are ways to address that. You could carpool. Eventually, as the city grows, our transit system will improve as well. That will help also help uh, reduce congestion. I think continuing to grow inward as opposed to outward will also help reduce congestion. The idea is living where we live, work, and play in a compact, complete neighborhood as opposed to sprawl, because obviously the more that we grow outward, the more cars and vehicles we'll have on the road. The next step forward, we'll be moving into stage two, developing goals, strategies, and future plans. So that's our consultant taking everything they've learned in stage one, both the technical results of what they've seen in Campbell River for traffic, as well as all of the input they've had from the community, and then putting that into making goals, strategies, and plans, figuring out what kind of future improvements we need to do to our walking, biking, busing, and driving networks in order to encourage more people to walk, bike, and bus, while also still recognizing that people have a need to drive throughout Campbell River. Our consultant is going to go away, they're going to work on that, and then at some point in early 2023, we'll be going back out to the public and asking for their feedback and their opinions. And Roy, if you can also share with your listeners, if they want to know more about the project and also upcoming community engagement events and the results from phase one, they can visit Campbell River, uh, all one word, .ca backslash MTP 2022. So that's Campbell River.ca backslash MTP 2022. You've been listening to Melissa Heidema and Jason Locke describe the city of Campbell River's first steps towards drawing up a new master transportation plan. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.